Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and in the studio with me is E.J. Su, who is a founder—I mean, the founder of Kazuo Craft for handmade shoes, and also he uh, um, he runs Asset Lab, which is a co-working space. Actually, he does a lot of things, so um, I'm really excited to get to know him better today. So let's welcome E.J. Hi, E.J. Hello, Shirley. Yeah. Thanks for having me today. No problem. What's the what's with the name EJ? <laughs>、um, it's it's actually not a、uh, an initial. It's just the pronunciation of my Chinese name. It's EJ. Oh. oh, I so see. So it, it would just be easier to introduce myself as EJ. Yeah, it sounds like a great stage name because、oh, you. you're also into music. Apparently, yes, you're like working on some songs and you play the bass and the guitar. Yes, and、um, you know who knows? Maybe the next time I interview, you'll be on my music program. Oh, I hope But, that will happen. Yeah, well, we'll get to that someday, I'm sure. All right, first of all, apparently you studied insurance,、mm-hmm. right, in college, and you had all your education here in Taiwan. But then somehow you got into handmade、um, shoemaking. So what's with that? I mean, what happened? I mean,、mm. why? Well, I was always into fashion, and but but then、um, you studied insurance. <laughs> yeah, that's that's odd, isn't it? Yeah. And then I I think back in two thousand seven, I was、uh, trying to have a have a brand like a streetwear brand with my friends. And that thing only lasted for a year. Of course, we were young, but we got some good experience. And one of the biggest lesson I learned, I think, it was that I'm not really into the fashion that will fade away or it's very like seasonal. It's very trendy. I'm more into the fashion, the the timeless fashion. Something won't change that much. And then I found handmade shoes because the shoes,、um, like the some. British brand, big、uh, sh- shoes brand, a hundred years ago, and now they still make exactly the same shoes, and、mm. that's the timeless, the spirits, the craftsmanship I admire. For oh, I see. Okay, so apparently you've been to Japan and you really like Japan,、mm-hmm. and that's where you started with、um, learning how to make handmade shoes was in Japan. Yes. Right. So,、um, what was that experience like? I mean. You just went direct to Japan, or you actually got in touch with a with a shoe company, and then got a job, and then went over there. Or I mean,、mm. how 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 did that happen? What happened? Well, the first year I moved to from Taiwan to Tokyo, and from there it's more like still building up my language skill, and also、uh, working as a、uh, part time in a in another fashion store, fashion select shop. And then I I did some research and finally I found my my teacher,、uh, Hanada Kazuo,、uh-huh. and I was learning with him for maybe six months. Okay. And after that, luckily I got a job in Osaka, working for a shoes company, doing design and sampling, and I was there working for uh for them after like two years. Oh, I、mm. see. It it's really interesting. I mean. I think you were telling me earlier that your parents were really against your, you know, learning this、uh, this craft because it's very rare that people can,、uh, how should I put it, like you know, make big money from mm, or or、yeah. a steady income from making shoes.、Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that I'm, I'm guessing that the target、um, customers 
are those who are really into handmade things mm-hmm. and really wanting to go into uh, to own like really fashionable shoes mm. and who are probably wealthy because mm-hmm. you know handmade shoes are expensive mm. so it's a very limited target group yes, to, it in is. my opinion yes it is mm. right but but you insisted what mm. is it that drives you to mm. wanted to pursue this mm. very you know rare kind of uh, art yeah I think for me, my perspective on handmade shoes is for sure a a very uh, skillful and is is always a piece of art because it needs so many different steps and each step if you even fail like three millimeters uh-huh. it will look different the stitchings oh. and that's that's almost like unacceptable. Um, uh-huh. So for me, it's the imperfection, but in this, like you try hard to make it perfect. The the spirits of that really uh, inspire me. I I would say back in my parents their generation, people don't see this as something uh, really valuable uh-huh. in the society. But nowadays, different people really appreciate how you can make custom made shoes and you can make the details that the machines or the factory cannot make oh. and that's what matters to people nowadays i believe yeah you're right i mean people are are learning to enjoy life more and so now they're more into custom made everything mm. you know yeah that is true and then you can treasure it for life mm-hmm. because it's durable yeah. and it's precious and it's also lo- last longer last longer and it's yeah. better for your health Oh, if you pick help. up where the right shoes, it really changes your. Some people even have long term back pain. Yes, just after they wear the right shoes, it's naturally gone the pain. So oh. it really matters a lot. Just people wouldn't notice in general. Oh, I get it. So actually, for you guys who make you know these um, custom made shoes, it's not just only wanting to make a pair of shoes that's pretty and mm. good looking and and make the customer happy mm. you also actually are helping them with their health i i believe so that's something i would consider my job is valuable not just make people prettier <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. also make them feel comfortable where the shoes they need so what kind of shoes do you make do you only make like real leather shoes yeah most of the time we do more like traditional leather sole leather shoes but we also do uh, sneaker series or a little bit different casual soles but mostly still the upper which I mean the surface of the shoes uh, still use genuine leather okay but you said sneakers I'm thinking of like you know like like I'm, I don't know basketball sneakers yeah the, only really? the sole the sole the sole is more like sneaker or trainer style but the upper yeah. still look like uh, leather shoes and I think that's now People really like have this mixture of this leather shoes, a little bit semi-formal, but mixed with the sporty style. Oh, yeah. oh, I get it. Wow. I know. Even even shoes itself is transforming, isn't it? Mm. It's going through a, an evolution, yes, too. Yes, it is. Yeah. But, you, but you're right. You know, it's so important because everybody needs a pair of shoes and everyone is on their feet all day long. Mm-hmm. And, and the shoes are so important. Yes, I, I think I, I, yeah, maybe that's why I've got small back pain, you know, <laughs> and um, huh, it has to do with shoes. 
You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Well, here's the thing.、Um, as I grow older, I know I need more comfortable shoes, and I care more for comfort. But for me, this care for looking pretty, looking fashionable,、mm-hmm. is still in me.、Mm-hmm. You know, so it means that I'm still fashionable, but I also want that comfort.、Mm. But it, but it turned out that some of the shoe brands, and I'm not going to name them,、um, they have very comfortable shoes,、yes. but they're not. I wouldn't call them fashionable,、mm. and that's where my problem is. It's like you know, I want good-looking shoes more so than comfort.、Mm. And it's so hard to find these kind of totally shoes. That's totally fair, though. I th- I don't think we should. Compromise, either compromise just for the look. I know lots of girls; they might just would like to suffering through wearing the high heels all day, <laughs> and it's really sad to see that because lots of them at the end get to have some troubles with their feet, and that's、yeah. really serious. They just don't know that might happen on them like in the future. But also, it's not necessary to just compromise to wear some if you don't consider that's good-looking shoes just for the comfort. That's also pretty sad. So、yeah, I I think my mission is just to help people to get the shoes they need if they don't have、uh, easily to buy their shoes. You know that that would be my job to help them out. So you also make women's shoes? I do make、uh, either gentlemen、Men. and ladies. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Um. Well, so I'm sure you、uh, you study up on women's high heel. You know why women. Like to wear high heels、yeah. now. You know, it's been several years now that I've not been able to wear high heels anymore.、Mm, good for you. Because, <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, if you really a woman really does look pretty in high heels, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I know. So the only high heel shoes I made is for my sister's wedding. Oh. Yeah, but then I generally I I make more like flat shoes. Uh huh.、Yeah. Oh, okay. So you actually would recommend flats too? Yes. But actually. Now going back on this topic, though, apparently I was told that no matter how much of flats women wear, they should still have a little bit of heel. Yes, because it actually I, is more appropriate for、mm, posture. Totally, that's this is a very good knowledge.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in fact, yes, it's better still have a tiny bit of heel, like three centimeter, will be the best. Oh, I'll remember that three、mm. centimeters. Okay, okay, yeah. But you know what?、Um, I've got problem feet because I my my feet are very thin. Mm-hmm. My feet are just very thin and bony,、mm. and it's really, really hard for me to find comfortable shoes.、Mm. Even if I try them on at the store and I buy them and I bring them home, the next day I wear it, I'll be getting blisters. I'll、mm. be, you know,、uh, it's very, very hard for me to find.、Mm. Also, also the ma- material you choose. Maybe、oh, yeah. you can start with something softer and、mm-hmm. less harmful to your skin.、Mm-hmm. That might that might change the the situation. Oh, it's so hard. Wow! Now, come to think of it, after all that talk,、mm. shoemaking is very important. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you know your parents when they、mm. listen to this interview, they'll change their mind about you. You know, getting into、mm. the shoe I'll, business. I'll make sure they <laughs> they listen to this. <laughs> yeah. So anyway,、um, you know, you're a person who's not just、um, taking life easy and doing one thing that you like, because you also run. Uh, a co-working space. Yes, I do. And then you also into music、mm-hmm. and、um, something else that you were doing. But anyway,、um, are you into art too? Like actually do art? Are you? I wouldn't say that, but I definitely um I would say I'm a big fan of art. I love I'm re- really into like different exhibitions. I'm also helping 
my artist friends to do their exhibition as a curator. Oh, so wow! You those, really do a lot of things. Yeah, those are something I'm also really interested in. Oh, okay, okay. Well, um, actually, you know, my listeners can't see you, but actually, EJ is—I would say—your fashion is more Japanese. But of course, he's wearing one one pair of his own, you know, I mean, handmade shoes, mm-hmm. and um, and he's got long hair. So you look to me as a very like young, artsy, <laughs> you know, kind of person. You've got uh, taste, you know. Thank you. You're not the average kind of a young guy. So maybe then now my listeners can understand why you're into music, you're into、mm. art, you're into being maybe a curator and helping other people organize their galleries and,、mm-hmm. and art shows and all that、mm. kind of stuff. I still can't get over the fact that you studied insurance, and then now you're all into like all kinds of art. Yeah, you, know, you never know,、craft. right? You never. Yeah, know. you never I know. I didn't see myself like when I was in my early twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So anyway, this co-working space、mm-hmm. now you know it's a, a trend these yes, days. Yes, it is to have all these kind of co-working space.、Uh, so how do you distinguish yours being different from other co-working、mm. space? Well, as a lab. Um, our co-working space is more focused on handmade art. Okay. And、uh, let's say in general, the、uh, co-working space mostly for startups. Probably they only need internet. They only need a space or or like a coffee machine. Then they can call it a co-working space. But in our co-working space, we have different machines. We have different sections. We have outdoor space for you to if you need. Doing a bigger project, you need a bigger space. You don't have to just work inside of a small room. You can bring your item, whatever, bring it to outside. You can paint outside. You can do、uh, dye, fabric dyeing outside. You have way more space. And the concept of our co-working space is really gathering、uh, like different craftsmen and artists and really share the resource, interact to each other with each other. Have It's it's almost like you can always have someone to brainstorm with. It's really interesting to work with like different creative people and really get to know each other and inspire each other. That's how I feel. That's almost happening at the studio every day. Tune in next week to hear more from EJ Sue about this co-working space that he runs called Acid Lab. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. 